Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. world and thank you for tuning in we're continuing with our series called ggbw which stands for god's got a better way and in exodus 24 12 it says then the lord said to moses come up to me on the mountain and be there and i'll give you tablets of stone and the law and commandments which i have written that you may teach them and we've been discussing adultery thou shalt not commit adultery as one of the commandments i like to call it a boundary for healthy living, because God's got a better way. And this is what 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3 says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality. And we've been discussing adultery, and now we're making a move to the second word called fornication. Many argue from the point of love that as long as anything is consensual, it's acceptable. Well, if your spouse just committed adultery, that could be called consensual, But what do you think about that? I believe we all agree with God that adultery is a boundary we agree with God about. But the definition of sexual immorality is another story. Maybe we agree that rape and pedophilia are wrong, but what about homosexuality and same-sex marriage, other things like bestiality and sex outside of marriage, pornography, and so on? And that's what this other word is about. It's fornication. It comes from the Greek word pornea, P-O-R-N-E-I-A. It's the root of our word pornography, and it simply stands for sex outside of the marriage covenant. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10, we read it yesterday, so let's start there. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And as I said yesterday, I might be accused of hate speech, but please understand that's not my words. They're the words of God. And if we accept them as the word of God, as I do, this would not be hate speech. Rather, it's truth speech to help anyone who's looking for help. Yes, even God gives us complete free will, but not without boundaries and consequences. I want to listen to him, and my prayer is that you do too. So I recommend we not put our hand on the hot stove, so to speak, by transgressing his boundaries. But what about same-sex marriage with a legal marriage certificate honored by the government? Isn't this love? Isn't this commitment and consensual? Plus, are not gay people born that way? Well, this is a very good question, and I'll answer that with another question. If God creates people gay, or pedophiles, or adulterers, or thieves, drunkards, or extortioners, 
then how can he declare they will not enter the kingdom of heaven in 1 Corinthians 9, 6 through 10, which we just read? How can he declare these behaviors as sin causing separation from him when it's his fault in the first place? If DNA is the dictation for all behavior, this would make God the great unrighteous judge. In order to justify these things as acceptable in God's sight, we would need to remove vast portions from his word, both in the Old and New Testaments. It's very obvious to me that the DNA argument does not line up with the word, and I choose to accept the word. If he declares these things as sin and sets them as boundaries, I simply trust him that I can also choose to behave any way I want, regardless of who I am, how I was raised, and what difficulties I face in life. Here are two scriptures that will help. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says, and this is the amplified version, For no temptation, no trial regarding as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes or where it leads, has overtaken you and laid hold on you that is not common to man, that is, no temptation or trial has come to you that is beyond human resistance and that is not adjusted and adapted and belonging to human experience and such as men can bear. But God is faithful to his word and to his compassionate nature, and he can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried and assayed beyond your ability and strength of resistance and power to endure, but with the temptation he will always also provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place, that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. I like that. I like to know that God's put a limiter on Satan. He's not allowed to tempt me beyond what I'm able to resist. And then in Philippians 4.13, the Living Bible says it this way, For I can do everything God asks me to do with the help of Christ, who gives me the strength and power. And here's another excellent tip. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9, it says, I wrote to you in my epistle not to keep company with sexually immoral people. Well, that's really good advice. I would also recommend my book. I have a book called Living Pure in an Impure World. And it's available in hard copy or electronic version at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble and most online sites. Living Pure in an Impure World, it's my personal story. My personal testimony, how God has helped me through these types of temptations and trials. I wrote it in my studies to God for my own help, and I believe it will help you. Now, I also stated yesterday, adultery is a much bigger word than simply someone cheating on their spouse. Adultery actually stands for all sexual immorality outside of the marriage covenant. We also need to add the statement between one man and one woman. Well, that is, of course, if we choose to allow God's word to define sexual immorality. I'm sure there are many who would disagree. However, as it states in Romans chapters 1 and 2, they'll have to break their own conscience to do so because it's written in their hearts by God, and that's how it got there. The truth is, man knows but still denies. Let me read you Romans chapter 1, verse 20 through 21. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. And verse 25 says, They exchanged the truth of God for the lie. 
And chapter 2, verse 15 says, Who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. Like I said, man knows but still denies. No one will be able to get before God in heaven and say they didn't know or bring an excuse. It's because we know, because God created our spirits. We know right and wrong. We can choose to do wrong, but the best choice we can make is to get before God, repent, submit ourselves to him, and make him the Lord of our life. And when that happens, he gives us the power within, the power to walk in the spirit instead of the flesh. It's a wonderful thing. He did the work for us to set us free. You don't work for it. You just receive it by faith. And you can be forgiven and given the power to go forward in life without being controlled by these things. So fornication, again, is the Greek word pornea, and this stands for all sexual immorality outside of marriage, including adultery. Hebrews 13.4 says, Marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. Well, that's another strong word from the Lord. But remember, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, there is no temptation that is beyond human resistance. And according to Philippians 4.13, the Living Bible says that we can do this by faith with the help of Christ who gives us the strength and power because his blood has set us free from the nature of sin. What is interesting is just like Jesus raised the standard on murder by the thoughts and the intents of the heart, which it says in John 3.15, he did the same thing with adultery. Matthew 5.28 says, But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Well, okay, that one sure made me guilty. Uh, my point, if it were not for the grace of God, I would not be inheriting the kingdom. My second point, God is trying to tell me something. Am I willing to listen? And if I blow it, am I willing to repent and by faith, through the help of Christ, ask for and receive his strength and power? Well, have I fully arrived? No, but I'm an open heart before God and he's helping me. You see, I believe God's got a better way. It's his way, not my way. A marriage covenant is an agreement to remain committed to one another until death. And this covenant before God makes intimacy holy. We simply cannot deny the wisdom of God's word. Relations outside of marriage is the cause of almost all STDs. Relations outside of marriage is the cause of almost all teenage pregnancies. Relations outside of marriage is the cause of almost all abortions. Relations outside of marriage causes hundreds of thousands of children to be brought up in single-parent homes. Relations outside of marriage is one of the greatest causes of divorce. Relations outside of marriage is sin. It always causes problems. It never helps in the decision of marrying someone. It always causes confusion. It is always temporary. And it always causes long-term problems, complications, and tragedy. Remember, God's got a better way. God's Got a Better Way is a seminar and youth crusade I produced several years ago in an effort to help teenagers and young adults. I produced a freedom pack that is also part of the seminar. This freedom pack is designed for those who want to make a covenant before God to remain abstinent until they're married. Abstinent means to wait until marriage to have physical relations. The six-page pack includes a short teaching on adultery and fornication, scriptures to study and discuss, tips on dating and courting, what are STDs, and the My Covenant with God, which is a document to sign. 
To parents and guardians, the Freedom Pack is an excellent teaching tool meant for you to teach and discuss biblical sexuality with your teenagers and young adults. The descriptions of STDs are graphic but medically accurate, and they're meant to teach truth and give knowledge and understanding of the possible consequences. There's tips on dating and courting. They're meant for guidance, and you may have more you personally recommend or require. Parents, especially fathers and guardians, should not relegate their responsibility, their anointing and calling to raise up their children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. There may be a desire to let someone else do it, like the church or school. However, in the Bible, the only ones mentioned who are responsible, appointed, and anointed for the task are the mother and father. If you'd like to get a copy of this Freedom Pack, all you have to do is go to my website at tmhnow.org, and you can print the entire document out for free. That's tmhnow.org. stands for themastershousenow.org. And you can invite me to come to teach a seminar on this to families. The seminar teaches the benefits of the Ten Commandments along with the Freedom Pack, and it is intended that parents and guardians with teenagers attend together. Well, our time is up. And don't forget to go to my website to get those resources. So we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.